Welcome to Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life, The Feminine Rising. My name is Julie Paulston. I am your host, and I am so absolutely honored that you stopped by. Each week, I'm going to be sharing my own personal journey, and I'm also going to be interviewing some incredible people that will be sharing their journeys as well, in hopes that we can educate, motivate, and inspire you to live the best possible life that you can. So grab your favorite beverage, maybe a snack or two, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Because at the end of the day, this truly is all about you. Welcome back to Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life. This is Julie. So today um, I had, it is about six o'clock in the morning right now. I was invited to be a guest on the Victim to Victory V2V podcast, and she is in Perth, Australia. So we had to record this morning at 5 a.m. So we had an incredible chat. Her name is Tracy Cook. Uh, What an amazing human being. The reason why I'm recording this directly after is because there were so much, there was so much stuff that came up that made my brain go at a hundred miles an hour. And I wanted to talk about it. And I figured where's the best place to talk about it is with you, my friends. She, uh, has started a movement where she does uh, sunshine backpacks for foster kids. And if you are not familiar with the foster care system, uh, foster kids, first of all, is they are one of the most, um, ignored. They are one of the, uh, I don't know what the word is that I want. They, they're just, they fall through the cracks. And when a child is in foster care, when they are moved from home to home, they put their things in a garbage bag and they take it to the new home. And what Tracy is doing is she is doing backpacks and they have essentials, toiletries in there and a teddy bear. And even the adult or teenage uh, foster kids get one too because they love that bear and it says that they are worthy and that their dreams matter. And when we were talking about that, it really hit me because I'm a foster mom. My daughter uh, came to live with me when she was 15. I met her when she was 12. And I watched her journey uh, from the age of 12 to 15 through other homes and watched the treatment and I watched what happened and I will never forget the day that she came to the house. Like we made this big sign out front and her caseworker was like, you know, Julie, don't, don't spoil her too much. It's going to freak her out. And anybody who knows me knows that if you're a kid and you're in my vicinity, you're going to get spoiled. So I took her shopping and we went to the outlet center and, and we brought her best friend and I told her best friend, I said, Hey, listen, this is, this is how much money you have to spend. What I want you to do is go find all the things that she likes, put them on hold, and I'm going to come around behind and get them for her. So this is in no way to, um, you know, I'm, I'm sharing my daughter's story for the purpose of, of giving you the example. And when she got to me, um, it just kills me. 
we went to a store to get just a bra and underwear because she had never really had brand new stuff. Everything had been given to her. And that is very typical in the foster care system is that kids are given hand-me-down underwear. They are giving hand-me-down bras, hand-me-down clothes, hand-me-down shoes, which is amazing because they need them. It is also, can you imagine being in that position of not ever having anything that was yours that you got to pick out, that you got to have as your own that nobody else wore before? So we went shopping and at the very end, I I gave her a, a dollar amount and I handed her cash and I said, this is for you. Spend it how you want. You can blow it. I do not care how you spend it, but honey, this is for you. Buy whatever you want. When Christmas came, we, I remember my son, he told me, he said, you know, mom, he said, you always go way out for Christmas and, and spoil me really bad. He said, I want you to take whatever it is that you would have spent on me. And I want you to spend it on, um, my sister. And so I did. And it was, it was so funny. Uh, I have a picture of her sitting in the corner of the sectional and you could barely see her through all the presents. Now, her journey is a little bit different than most foster kids. Um, a lot of the kids come into a family like ours where it was like, she's just instantly, she's my daughter, period. Uh, I introduce her as my daughter. Uh, she's always been my daughter and she will always be my daughter. And she and her fiance have my granddaughter. If you have not been around foster kids, Um, and if you have not been around or if you have, and you just really haven't looked at the system, y'all it's broken. It is so broken. Uh, my daughter's caseworker had over 60 to hundred kids that she was overseeing that she had to figure out how to see them once a month, if not once every other month. Um, And to be able to go visit them at school and keep up with what was going on and at the same time take on new cases. So this system that we have is so antiquated and so broken and it's so overwhelming to think, well, you know, who am I to do the change? Who am I to change anything? I'm just one little person. Well, one little person can make a whole lot of waves. And I remember at the age of 12, when I met my daughter, just seeing this beautiful little girl who had so much trauma built up to that because kids that are in the foster care system, y'all, they have had massive traumas. That's the reason why they're in foster care because they will keep them in their home until it is absolutely necessary to remove them. For the most part, sometimes, you know, I'm not even going to go down that road, uh, but there is there is a lot of times where uh, kids are taken and put into quote unquote foster care and it's not an actual situation where the parents need their needed to be removal, but that's a, another day and another journey. The kids that are in foster care because of the abuse that they're suffered because of the um, absolute disregard for their mental well-being, their physical well-being, their spiritual well-being. They are put into this system 
My daughter wouldn't sleep under the covers for probably at least a year uh, because, and she had a bag. They have their to-go bags, an emergency bag, which I didn't know. She shared this with me um, quite a few years after she was in the home um, and felt safe that they have a to-go bag. So if something happens in the foster home that they can jump up and go in any point in time or their caseworker will come and say, hey, listen, it's not working out here. We're going to move you. And so they put their stuff into a garbage bag. So the analogy to a child and so what a child sees, especially when they're they're younger and as they grow older, is their stuff is put in a garbage bag. So everything that they own is in a garbage bag and a garbage bag gets thrown in the trash because it's useless, it's worthless. You get where I'm going with that. So I love the fact that uh, it just reminded me of how much I really have given, been given a gift to be a foster mom and to have my daughter in my home and to watch her grow up and to, she's one of the most incredible freaking human beings I've, I've ever seen. I mean, trust me, we had our challenges. She came to live with me when she was 15 and any little girl or any teenager that's 15, that's a woman, we're just like Satan incarnate. I mean, all our hormones are going on. And so we are not always real pleasant at 15. And my mom chuckled because she said, you know, there's the the parents curse that, you know, she used to say, I just hope one day you have a daughter that acts just like you. And when I had my boys, I was like, who is safe from that curse? And then comes Tori and she was your typical 15 year old. And then you add on the baggage and the trauma of her past. And we had some, we had some challenging times. We made it through. Uh, we are close and she's an incredible human being. And I, I'll never forget, she dropped out of high school and I looked at her and I was like, oh my God, I failed. I have failed as a foster mom. I failed as a mom. My child is dropping out of school. And I remember telling her caseworker that she was dropping out of school. And she told me, she's like, you know, Julie, sometimes school isn't for everybody. And so I sat down with my daughter and I said, Hey, listen, so if you want to drop out of school, that is your prerogative. The rule is you must go at least get your GED and start to go to a trade school, start doing something to better yourself and to create a path for yourself. And I'm pleased to say that, uh, she looked at me and said, fine. And she went and got, actually got an honors GED and went to school to become a CNA and then went back to school to become a CNA too. Had my granddaughter, uh, Eliana and my granddaughter, for those that don't know, has cerebral palsy. So it is a full-time caretaking job for her. She went back to school and went and got into nursing school. By the way, when she went to school for a CNA, she graduated with honors both times and then went to nursing school and graduated with honors from nursing school and is now a registered nurse and is now back going to school to get her bachelor's of nursing. She is one of maybe, I think the statistic is 7% of foster kids graduate and even less than that go on to secondary and post-education, whether it be college or trade school or anything like that. So 
sharing all of that, I share all of that because I don't think that most people understand or know. We are so wrapped up on what's going on in our own little world that we don't pull back and pause for a minute and see that there's so many ways that we can contribute to create a, and call this woo-woo bullshit, call this Julie, you're out of your fucking mind, whatever you want to say, that's fine. I firmly believe that when we start take care, taking care of each other, when we start seeing the person who is across from us as a human being, seeing that person who's being a quote-unquote Karen, sorry if your name is Karen, but the, that person when you are seeing all of that going on and what's going on with society today, all of that is because there's so much shit built up inside. There is so much trauma that has happened in that person's life, the amount of stress. It has been piled on and piled on and piled on. And it's like that one little tiny feather that floats down and it just hits at the right time, at the right moment. And kaboom, it is the perfect storm. And God forbid you are somewhere in the vicinity. When we see people that do that, it's because they don't feel heard. Beneath all of the bullshit and the the uh, yucky behavior, the um, anger and the screaming and the, uh, I, I, I hate to say bad behavior, it's that if you look at them, that's that wounded inner child. It's that wounded inner person that never felt heard. It's that little two-year-old that never felt heard, that never felt safe, that never felt appreciated. And that's what we're seeing now. And I come back to, to the foster care because there's so many kids, they're not seen, they're not heard, they're not loved, they're not appreciated. And don't get me wrong, there are tons of foster care people and there are tons of foster care parents that are doing amazing things for the kids in the foster care system and there are amazing people that are working tirelessly because that has to be a passion that has to be something that you want to do you don't go into that knowing the long hours and the overwhelming trauma and grief and desperation and desolation that you see when you go into that career path. It's not, hey, I think I want to go and watch this every day. You do it because you want to make a change. You do it because you want to make a difference. And you do it because you know, as well as I do, that when we lift each other up and when we take care of each other and we help each other, then that's when the change in this world is going to come. That's when we are going to see that next generation that is coming up. Y'all, if you're in my generation, I'm 55. I'm just telling you right now, this generation that's coming up is game changers. They are making waves in this world because they are the why kids. We look at the millennials and we look at these younger kids and we're like, oh, they're just da 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 da. They expect everything to be handed to them on a plate. Well, the reason why they think that is because we have handed them everything on a plate, social media, all of that, gaming systems, all of that. Those are the people that are going to change the world. The people like my daughter, who is who is so vocal on so many different topics, and I am here for all of it. Uh, I'm her biggest cheerleader when it comes to that. 
These are the people that are going to change the world. So what we can do, our generation, is to make it a little bit easier. Uh, if you can, whatever, whatever way that you feel called to, and if you don't feel called to it, then that's totally cool, no problem. But whatever way that you feel called that you can help, that you can be part of raising this next generation and being there and being that voice. And if you don't have children and you don't want children, being that mentor to someone, um, to be that mentor to someone where you work at, to be a mentor to someone that I don't know that you meet and are have a, a relationship with, uh, maybe somebody else's kids you can be a mentor to. Realizing that Y'all, there's systems out there that are so broken and they're only going to get fixed when we shine light on them, when we acknowledge that they're broken instead of like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it'll be okay. It's, yep, everything's fine. The world's on fire, but everything's fine. When we start to shine light on the brokenness, that is when we start to heal. When we shine light on the dark, uh, you don't go into a room looking for a dark switch. You go into a room and you look for a light switch. And so now it's time to step up and be the light in whatever capacity that you can. I think this whole 16, 20 minute rambling of, of six o'clock in the morning, y'all haven't even had coffee yet, uh, is to just say that it's time to be the light. It's time to be the light it is time to take the blinders off and to start to heal ourselves, number one, because we can't be the light for someone else if we're not the light for ourselves first. Start being the light to yourself. Start take care, taking care of you. Start being good to you. Start honoring that inner being that is inside you that says, hey, I need some love too. Start going Look at a butterfly, go to the beach, go for a walk in the park, start honoring the callings of your soul. And once you are filling up your own light, start sharing your light with others, start being that light to show other people that it's okay. You're not the only one that has been through this. There is no room for trauma comparison. Just because you feel that yours wasn't as bad as somebody else's, it doesn't mean that it wasn't traumatic to you. And so your what you've gone through and the traumas that you've gone through and the situations that you've gone through are valid. And once you start to heal and once you start, your light starts shining brighter and brighter, start sharing it. Because I think that that's the only way that this world is going to heal because it only takes two sparks to create a flame and it only takes a couple of flames to create a fire and it only takes a couple of fires to create an inferno and once we have an inferno then change starts happening then the world has to listen and i think that it is going to be amazing when that starts happening so every day i will shine my light unapologetically i will help other people to shine their light, to discover it. If that's all you need is a spark, I will be that spark. I will give you that spark willingly, lovingly. I will give you that spark. I will give you that flame. I will give you that fire, whatever it is that you need. I hope that in some way, when you listen to this podcast, you get that spark. If you need help, if you're stuck in the shit pit, if you are at that point where you feel like, 
Julie, I know there's something more for me if I could just feel free, if I could just feel confident, if I could just feel better. If that's where you're at, reach out. I would love to be able to chat with you and to see if what I do can help. If you feel called to this, reach out to your local. If you don't want to be a foster parent, it's okay, but reach out to your local uh, foster care uh, people and find out what you can do. Because y'all, nobody deserves to uh, have their belongings in a garbage bag, especially a child. Because at the end of the day, eventually, though, that generation is going to be helping us with our diapers. So it's kind of graphic and kind of gross and kind of true. So whatever we can do to help our next generation, let's do it because uh, they deserve it and they are worthy of it just as you are worthy. And as I always say, you are enough. You were born enough. You are enough. You are not too tall. You're not too short. You're not too fat. You're not too skinny. You're not too loud. You're not too soft. You're not too dark. You're not too light. You are perfection. You are divinity, stardust, and magic wrapped up into a human experience. And if you could only see the divine light that shines back through your eyes and from your eyes, you would never doubt your greatness again. Thanks for listening to my ramble, my early morning 6 a.m. ramble. If you got something from it, please feel free to share it, comment, subscribe, do all of the things. And until next week, take care and be that light. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I appreciate you. And remember, you are loved, you are treasured, you are adored, you are worthy, and you are so more than enough. I hope that you were inspired. And if you were, please feel free to download, share, and leave a comment. I would be eternally grateful. Thank you so much and have an absolutely magical day.